So if you're surrounding yourself with people that don't believe that's possible, a really good way to really move around that is find someone that does believe in you. 100%. Right? All right, guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset podcast. I'm here with Coach Corey, Good Coach morning. Royce. This is day three. Is it three possible to do a three for three? Like, I think the first two were fire. Yeah. We got some comments almost immediately after it. Heck yeah. Um, so. We're hoping this is a home run, like a a, trip, a triple double. Honestly, I I really think it will be because the members they're actually giving us cool ideas. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. if if we we do start to run out of ideas, all we've really got to do is just like ask, hey, what are you interested in right now? And exactly. Without man. question, we're gonna get some gold. We're gonna get some gold, and I'm caffeined up. Same. <laughs> Every time we caffeine, pot of coffee deep, (laughs) both pre-subs, the intro, yeah, good to go. Let's go. So, what was what was the question, Corey? That that the um, that our one of our customers said to us. Yeah, so she was actually wondering how how people's CrossFit goals change with Mm -hmm. age, which is a like a really cool question because it it not only ties in like what people believe, limiting beliefs, um, yep. ties in with mindset. Like there's a, a million different ways oh you can my go God. with it. This one's a uh, mind candy for us. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't cross it, because we know we have a bunch of audience that just kind of just work out and just mm-hmm. wants to be better. If you're in any fitness goal, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be CrossFit. Like, hey, how does my fitness goals change as I age? Mm-hmm. God, it's just... It's almost limiting just to hear that, right? Mm-hmm. But let's talk about this because I, I, I think there's there's four stages. Mm-hmm. There might be more stages, and I'm sure there is more stages. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of briefly go over what the perception is, right? So I think from like the age seven to twenty five is kind of like that adolescent stage of mm-hmm. fitness where everything's about externality, what you look like. Exactly. Right? Just jacked and tan, bro. Just jacked and tan and looking great. And that's completely fine. Mm-hmm. Like That stage is very external. And um, and uh, in fact, in that stage also, the, the vehicle hasn't created enough volume. So you're literally unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like to say from from 7 to 25 is, is like a vehicle going from 0 to 100,000 miles. Mm-hmm. Warranties there for a hundred thousand miles. Mm-hmm. Nothing really bad happens, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, and some people move really well, and they can go beyond hundred thousand miles. Mm-hmm. And then we get to stage twenty-five to thirty-five mm-hmm. when you're married. Now you don't need to really impress anybody, right? Mm-hmm. You have your partner. They love you for who you are, right? You you may have a kid or two, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of that stage of where you're like, this is where this. You know, for me, when I first got my son, the immediate conversation was like, oh, dude, you're going to gain like 20, 30 pounds with your wife. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, why do you say that? Yeah. (laughs) Right? 
I think that that's a weird thing because like we were talking about I think that's that's almost a version of misery loving company it really you know, is they're, yeah. they're, they're kind of pressing what happened to them on you exactly or what happened to their parents on you or what happens to their best friends on you which is you know it's it's their version of comforting you that it's okay to mess up mm-hmm. but it's not really true okay so that's one thing we'll go over that on the second component but that's the 25 to 35 is just like you know what it's just keeping this fitness as long as i can in fact this is where a lot of people neglect their fitness mm-hmm. they're, they're 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 graduated from college they're married they're working on their career now and they put health on the back burner mm-hmm. right so it's more of maintenance for them it's more of like you know what as long as i don't get super overweight i'm good but it starts to sneak up and then right at that 35 from 35 to 50, they're like, I got to get my life again. Mm-hmm. You know, they're starting to see the the vehicle start to break down. Maybe they're huffing and puffing on a hike mm-hmm. or just chasing their kids. Or it's very hard for them to tie their, their shoelace. Or they start to get these aches, their back aches, their neck aches. Mm-hmm. And then they, they come to us, right? And then that stage is, is more of like, dude, I just I want to feel better again. I want to feel less pain again you know and and again they they get to that stage where they start to really improve and they change and they normally come in with a goal that's more external they're just like hey i want to lose 100 pounds i want to lose 50 i want to lose 30 but underneath that all they just want to feel better because when you're losing 30 40 pounds they're they're more confident they're better at work they're better fathers mothers they're better husbands wives whatever that is Right, but it's attached. What we see and something that's very more tangible to see is the weight loss. Mm-hmm. But there's so much other things that we can potentially measure, and that's what they really want, but they can't necessarily convey it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or some some do. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Absolutely. Right. So that's like 35 to 50, mm-hmm. and then 50 to then on is like uncharted territory for a lot of people very much so right and the common belief around this is we start to break down mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you that's very very false because some of our fittest athletes started at 50 oh, and now dude. they have a six pack look at freaking Steve Mann I know dear lord right? so what people don't know about Steve Mann is he's he was uh, he was he was fit at 50 but he got fitter and he's a uh, dude he's one of the fittest people in the world right literally and, uh, Literally, yeah. So, um, and again, it's it's just he just never believed that. Mm-hmm. He never believed that as you started to age, you start to break down, mm-hmm. you know. And everyone around them starts to break down, and a lot of times you start to think that that's that's what the process is supposed to look like, mm-hmm. but it's not, right? So, um, well, we wanted to give you guys kind of a breakdown of what we see. I mean, we've been in the fitness industry for almost 15 years, and um, this is something that's a exciting topic because what we see is entirely different from what you guys see. Okay, so um, like like I said, the first important piece to this, aside from understanding kind of the hierarchy and kind of the growth, is just be careful of the beliefs. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what do you think about that? Be careful of the beliefs. I completely agree. It's 
beliefs are such a strong, strong word, and they tend to have such rigid boundaries, right? But if you know, if you've got assumptions or you've got good ideas, those are so much more malleable. I love that. You know, you can. There's a lot of wiggle room. There's a lot of room for uh, for growth and expansion mm-hmm. on that. Like I said, it's you know, as a, like I was talking about beforehand, um, that old movie Dogma. Yeah. You know, like a good idea is great, but beliefs. People get killed over beliefs. People get yeah. hurt over beliefs. Right. So you know, an assumption, a good idea, things like that. Like, there's so much room to yes. look at things from a broader point of view there. And that's in in in. Oh God, you, they probably have to rewind that back. Mm-hmm. Just change the word beliefs to assumptions, and things are more malleable. Mm-hmm. Now let's put this in a scenario that maybe the athlete is aging. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's assume, let's have that assumption that yes, your body has to move differently. Mm-hmm. Okay, instead of just like, hey, let's the belief is we break down, let's reduce the goals, and then you're only going to be as fit as this. Mm-hmm. But now let's assumption that you are aging which is great mm-hmm. okay let's put those assumptions in place how can we take it to the next level mm-hmm. right how can we evolve your goals right mm-hmm. and that's more that's more infinite oh heck yeah you know it's uh, it's very finite so we have to be careful as we start to change our goals like the the, the changing goals like how about how can we evolve your goals mm-hmm change your goals almost feels like hey you know what let's reduce the goal that you said you wanted to lose 50 pounds let's just lose five you know because you're kind of old mm-hmm. let's just lose five mm-hmm. you, you know what you just did you just failed earlier oh yeah you just put a big <laughs> limit on yourself yeah you just failed earlier for yourself and, and a lot of times it's not it's not your fault mm-hmm it's everyone around you showing you that it wasn't possible. Mm-hmm. But when you start to change your surroundings, you start to ask better questions. You start to create, you start to change your beliefs into assumptions. Mm-hmm. You start to find different solutions. And one for me was like, I, I did get more injured from 25 to 35, massive amounts of injury. Mm-hmm. But what I started to learn over the uh, over that process was like, man, I really need to understand how to move. Mm-hmm. I really need to understand how to mo- mobilize. I need to understand this massage therapy stuff, right? This physical therapy stuff. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens? I move better. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is the fittest I've been. In fact, today's my birthday, right? Yeah. This is the fittest I've been. I've been doing Murph for 50 plus days. I think it's 53 days. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel great, right? And it's um, and and the rest of my peers are not. A lot of them are overweight. A lot of them are not doing well, and they get caught into that belief that when you have a kid, it's all downhill. Mm-hmm. When you have two, it's all downhill. Don't believe it all. They're just trying to comfort what they're trying to um, what they couldn't do. And they're trying to push it into you to make you feel like it's okay. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, granted, I don't have kids, but in that situation, I would actually be spurred on to just get better and better and better because I would want to set such a good example for my kids. 
mm-hmm. you know I wouldn't want them you know later on in life like oh yeah dad just he got old let himself go and you know blah 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 like you know at my funeral service I wanted to you know I want them to like dude he was he worked his butt off every day he worked so hard he gave us such a good example and he took care of himself yeah. things like that like that's subtle things that you pass on to your kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, like, look at Lucas. He's, what, pushing three years old now? Yeah. He comes in here every day, and he's running around. He's doing pull-ups. Yeah. Like, he just picked that up from seeing you do it. Like, yeah. even subconsciously, you, even if you didn't, you were not aware that you were doing it, you were setting a good example for him. Exactly. So he, you know, naturally, he's like, I want to be like Dad. So, Bam not even yeah. three years old and he's already taking care of himself that's pretty freaking impressive yeah 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 those are those are like some side benefits that kind of just happen when you're really just taking care of yourself right now here's a really fun question because some of the biggest objections is number one I don't have enough time which is false mm-hmm. but sure let's 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 assume that <laughs> let's have that assumption and it is very, very difficult to be able to have a body at, at this level and, and also run everything else around your life. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's difficult. Let's assume that, right? Now, the best question that I've, that I've adopted, and, and guys, if you want to adopt this question and you start saying it to yourself over and over and over again, I'm going to tell you probably the next three, four, six months, your life is going to change. And that question was, sure, let's assume that. But if it was easy, mm-hmm. who do I need to become? Okay. Exactly. Right? So, like, what I mean by that is there's things that you do really well now that mm-hmm. a lot of people would think is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Like, yeah. you're a musician mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, in hindsight, for me, I'm like, man, you're so talented. But in, re- in reality, you're like, no, it's kind of easy. Yeah. Right now, let's unpack that easy so the audience understands. How can you take something that's hard and make it easy? Working on it a little bit at a time every day exactly. doesn't it doesn't have to be massive leaps forward. Even small steps cover great distances over time. Mm-hmm. Like when it like even when it came to music, I used to have I had a horrible stage fright. Yeah. Like I was pulling a Jim Morrison every night. I was my back to the crowd, just staring at my drummer, stuff like that. And gradually I just got more and more and more and more comfortable, you know, till I was that dude that was in everybody's face. Yeah. And that can be applied to any area, especially fitness. Like none of us started out being great at this stuff. Heck yeah. Like, dude, <laughs> I didn't know how to snatch or any of this other, you know, like muscle up, any of this stuff. Like, I just recently got my muscle ups. Right. Right? And it was frustrating as all hell. Yeah. But, dude, you know, big credit to, to Nick. Dude, Nick was super patient with me, and he forced me to be patient. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, you don't see it, but you are getting better. Right. You just know? keep practicing. And, yeah, just keep practicing. And sometimes that's all you need mm-hmm. is just a, a comment in passing like oh dude you you're getting better and yeah. you're like okay you're like okay just keep going exactly yeah a lot of people to quit too early before they even get to that stage mm-hmm. and here's the thing from by the time you're 25 and 35 chances are you're really good at something 
you're really good at something and it makes it so for people they think it's for you it's easy but then for me looking outside I'm like how did you become a doctor mm -hmm. that's so difficult right and they're like what no this is just my life mm -hmm. now you unpack that trail how did it get that easy mm -hmm. right and a lot of times it's just it's just work mm -hmm. and it's just experiences now in that journey for it to become easy how many barriers did you hit a lot and that's the other side mm -hmm. people tend to look at be, look at them as just that barriers mm -hmm. like a closed door it's not a barrier mm -hmm. you just got to find the key Yep. You know, it's it's not a roadblock, it's a speed bump. Yeah. A hundred percent. So when like when you're going into I mean your new stage of fitness, this mm -hmm. is a new profession that's so difficult at the moment, you gotta almost expect that there's gonna be some barriers. Mm -hmm. Now now when you have this possibility of knowing that ahead of time, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this journey and I'm gonna get at least a five, ten 20 barriers for me to be able to become that person that looks like it's just easy mm -hmm. it, it becomes less daunting mm -hmm. it becomes less limiting in fact I almost look at it I welcome it mm -hmm. right oh hell yes I as silly as it may sound I love I like I get off on barriers and, and like difficult yeah. tasks because I like I get I get such a high off the sense of accomplishment after I finally got that. Right. And it, it was funny, like, even with my muscle-ups, as hard as a time I had getting those, mm -hmm. now, like, after I got that first one, I was like, okay, that was awesome. Yeah. And I feel really silly for yeah. getting super frustrated because now this feels easy. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. And again, just changing, changing that problem into mm -hmm. a puzzle. Puzzles are fun to solve. Heck yes. Problems are painful. It kind of hurts. Mm -hmm. But then just change that word entirely and yeah. change, it, it turns it into a game. Heck yeah. Right? So um, the question, guys, like as far as the question, look at the question in a way as like, wait, am I asking this question in a way that I can limit myself so it's okay to fail sooner? Mm -hmm. Or am I asking this question sincerely because I want to be able to break that next level, that next belief, and then and then we can really start to unpack, mm -hmm. right? The last thing I want to do is change your goals to a way that it just limits you to where you are and like where the rest is, it can be. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you can become like a professional games athlete like what Steve has, mm -hmm. right? But it's so much, it's so much better to not know what you're capable of. It's just there's if it's so much more exciting. Like, what am I capable of? Instead of like what like what's normal? Like what's my what's okay? You know what I mean? Because what's okay is just where you are. Everyone's okay. Yeah, I. So I'm I'm struggling to remember the quote exactly right now, but I I think it definitely applies to this like fitness in general. There's an older quote, um, basically talking about how like it's it's not people like it's not our darkness that scares us, it's the light yes. that scares us the most. We're we're so used to being stuck in the dark, yeah. we're used to that, uh -huh. but like all that power yeah. that we have out in the light, that is what scares us. 
so people were okay with these limiting beliefs stuff like that because them you know staying in the shade staying in the dark yeah but by setting these goals and they don't even have to be massive massive goals right. like setting small goals I guarantee you it's like a staircase it's just gonna go mm -hmm. a little bit higher a little bit higher a little bit higher a little bit higher you're gonna evolve over time and one two three years down the line you're gonna look yourself in the mirror one day and be like when did this happen yeah like it happens all the time it happens all the time man that's like uh, that was from a teacher movie mm -hmm. It was, I forgot what the teacher movie was, but whoa. some guy was saying it, and he has like a solid speech, and it's everywhere. Oh yeah, I, I'm struggling to remember the quotes. I, I see so many, like I it? see so many quotes. That yeah, I struggle to remember them all. Yeah, so so guys, we want to give you something practical because, like we said, like the the people that you're surrounded with can potentially create these beliefs for you. So the best antidote to this is find people that believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Right here's a really sad story. And um, I had a client, this was, this was years, it actually this is more frequent, it happens all the time. Had a client who was extremely overweight. Extremely, like talking about 300, almost 400 pounds, right? And um, I, asked, I asked him, I was like, hey, what's your goal? He's, Dude, I just wanna lose five pounds. And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, uh, how much time in like a year? And I was like, we can lose five pounds in like three minutes, mm -hmm. right? If you could lose five pounds in a week based on what you've told me nutrition-wise. But he was, he was, his entire family's extremely overweight, right? His, his, the, the things he watched doesn't feed his brain. Like, and it, it was really tough for me to see because he, he didn't believe that he can lose five pounds. But I was looking at him and I understood that we can lose five pounds if you just change this one thing in the next week. And sometimes people just need that type of belief. So if you're surrounding yourself with people that don't believe that's possible, a really good way to really move around that is find someone that does believe in you. 100%. Right? And dude, it bleeds. It, eventually you're like, oh, I kind of believe it. And guess what? He's lost more than 100 pounds. Heck yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, and he was like, I can't believe I didn't believe that. Mm -hmm. That's okay. That's what you hired me to do. I'm going to believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? Find those people. Attach yourself like with them. Or like find, find a way where you can have conversations with them because it eventually will change your mind. You're like, wait, it is possible. Mm -hmm. Right? That's why I think that's why CrossFit gyms innately look all fit. Because pull-ups are common. Like, yeah, you should be able to do a pull-up. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, you should be able to do a push-up, right? Yeah, you should be able to deadlift two times your body weight. Mm -hmm. It's so common. It's so normal. The belief is there with three or four or five people. How many times have you missed a lift, and then three or four people are like, "Bro, you got that." Heck yeah. I know, and you're like, "What do you mean I got that? That's so much." Mm -hmm. 135 pounds. Oh yeah. It's like, bro, you got it. Mm -hmm. You got Susie that's 92 years old. It's like, you got this in the bank. Oh, it's like, yeah. what? And then you do it. Right? They really believe in you. So it just bleeds really well. So, um, man, we went 23 minutes on that. Heck yeah, dude. It's a, it's a cool co like topic. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack. There's yeah. mindset. There's you know belief sets or stuff, things like that. Yeah. There's so many different avenues you can go down. 
Exactly. You know? Yeah. So just to round this up, guys, um, if you do have that question, I was like, how should I change my goals? Change it to improve. Mm-hmm. Like, see what's possible. Don't don't change your goals to make it easier. Mm-hmm. Change it, or, or maybe change your strategy to hit it, or change it to make it even evolve. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, yeah, we, we can we can paint ourselves into these these corners where it's not as um, abundant. So mm-hmm. uh, if you guys have more questions, we're gonna go day four tomorrow. Hope this one brought you guys some value. We'll be back mañana. Yep, day right. number four. Exactly. So uh, be better. Peace. I'ma give all of my people a portion to build them a fortune on flipping the bra. I can't be mixy when iffy the bob and forty on fifty is really the time. Why is you rolling my phone like you want?